Welcome to the New Community Church podcast. I'm James Silly and hosting this, which I believe is episode six of our podcast so far. Joining me today is Dave Holden. Dave, thanks so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to come and hang out and have a chat. I know this is a busy uh, morning for you doing this. You're also filming in a moment. What are you going to be filming today? What's what's it for? Uh, we're filming um, the offering uh, that we're going to have at Ashburnham, our conference in August. Cool. So, in, and it's also a final appeal to people to come along that haven't yet made their minds up to come to Ashburnham. That's great. Uh, do you enjoy doing these kind of things? I've seen you in various different promos. You're quite good at it. I'll be honest. But uh, <laughs> do you enjoy well, doing you- them? I used to be called One Take Holden, so um, it's a bit of a shame because I don't think that's true much more. I think I do. Yeah, I think I'm okay in front of camera. Um, I sometimes forget my words, but I think basically I'm I'm okay. And I do think they are effective. I think definitely live in a visual world. And I think sometimes when you advertise something, the more and more we go down the line of um, videos and stuff, I think it's good. One take Holden. Mm. Well, uh, this is a podcast, so we've got no takes. We're just going to have a chat. I'm really grateful for you coming and joining, um, for joining me. I know it's varied in many ways, but what does uh, the typical week look like for you as you juggle new community responsibilities and new ground responsibilities and family responsibilities? How many grandkids have you got these days? Um, I can't remember um i think it's 12 <laughs> 12 last count and all of that what's a, what's a normal um, typical if there is such a thing week there is like? a kind of typical week in my life although it does get interrupted by maybe being on a longer trip or something but i mean basically on on tuesdays which is when the staff come and we pray yep. together i i do everything to be here i'm here most tuesdays we love it's having my, you here it's really good it's my new community real kind of contact point with the staff and with you guys we always chat about the weekend and our elders kind of catch up time and um and throughout the day it's very very busy because i am pretty much um either seeing people being interviewed for things like this going from meeting to meeting so Mm -hmm. five o'clock comes round and it's kind of the day's gone i think on on average probably at least two or three days of the rest of, of the week before the weekend, I'm pretty much taken up with new ground things. And is that mainly travelling? A little bit. I think sometimes people come here to see me, but often it will be me going out and I might be having a day with an eldership team that I'm working with, or I might do a two-day trip to Edinburgh because um, that's a church I'm working with. I'll spend a couple of days with the eldership and with their wider staff. I might even speak on an academy um, get together if I'm there on a Friday. And my weekends, actually, we try to work on um, the fact that I'll be away two weekends a month. Mm-hmm. Um, normally, that will be somewhere like The Hague or, or just come back from Romania. So there will be churches we're working with in other nations. And then two weekends of the month, I'm really here at a New Community, which yeah. for me is important, one of which... I generally would be preaching. And the other one, um, the other Sunday, I'm not doing anything. I just love to be here. And as I'm always giving out and preaching, it's quite a nice to have a day where yeah. I'm listening to someone else <laughs> like you um, and, uh, yeah. and hopefully being built up. Hopefully, hopefully, sometimes, maybe. Um, that's cool. I think, has has life for you in terms of the the travelling element and all of that, has that changed 
since the transition to new ground? Are you traveling more now, less now than you used to in the days gone by? I mean, I remember when we first arrived at New Community Church, I didn't even know who you were because you were living in South Africa at the time for 18 months or so. Um, I guess those like really long away stays have perhaps passed and days gone past, but has things changed? I think as far as my commitment to new communities, uh, to, sorry, to new ground is concerned, See the way I did that, New Community, yeah. New Ground? We'll talk about that in a moment, together. that's great. <laughs> um, so as far as my commitment to New Ground is concerned, it's more defined now. Yeah. So I think my trips tend to be more um, uh, a shorter periods of time, but with a much clearer definition. I mean, I still live in the New Frontiers world, and mm. that would mean, for example, each year at the moment, I seem to find myself in the States and... Uh, also in Zimbabwe um, every year in South Africa. Mm-hmm. So they tend to be longer trips. But on a general rule, it's kind of more defined and so therefore more in and out. Are those kind of things that are the, the wider trips to the US and Zim, are they kind of essentially long-standing relationships and things that you've... Um... They're long-standing relationships and they're also sometimes things that crop up. Yeah. Um, when we're together as New Frontiers, I'm still part of a a New Frontiers global team and an issue will crop up and maybe during that time the guys will say Dave I think you're the guy to go and deal with that and but but the others are like long-standing relationships I'm a bit weird because although I'm very much concentrating leading new ground Mm -hmm. because I've been around for so long I do have a part to play on the the wider scene as well and I'm quite I'm quite peaceful about that that's great uh, okay, so I just want to ask you a bit. We're going to talk in a moment about the relationship between local churches and new ground, particularly new community, as this is uh, where you're based and where you're one of the elders. But just for a moment, how, how do you describe, how would you describe, how do you describe new ground? What is it? Well, we call ourselves a family of churches, and that might seem just a phrase, but it's important. Lots of people call what they're doing networks and things like that. And we've shied away from that. And I think it's because of relationship. Family talks of relationship. Mm. And I think I'm wanting to be as biblical in our terminology as possible. And in scripture, when you see apostolic ministry connected to the churches that they were working with, you you, you don't see organization. You see affection. You see warmth. Uh, Lots of people's names are mentioned Mm. Uh, in lots of chapters in the yeah, Bible. Think, Why are they bothering to mention all these names? <laughs> but when I think of what I do in New Ground, it's very much like that. I'm always talking about people and they have names. Yeah. And so we are a family of churches, but we're also a family of churches that has a clear mandate from God. I think we have values that we want to keep on yep. making sure they're in place. We want churches that are healthy. We're called to plant churches. And most people know that mostly we're involved in Europe. And our heart is to really impact the uh, nations of Europe um, with the gospel through planting churches. So um, that kind of sums up what new new ground is. So what what's in within from a new ground perspective? What are you most excited about at the moment? Things that we as new ground are involved in that's uh, either new things or existing things which are going really well. What, what's some of the stuff that really excites you at the moment? Well, to be honest with you, I've been surprised since <laughs> New Crown started right. about the enthusiasm and ownership of everybody. And I think it's true that when New Frontiers was getting larger and larger, it was more and more difficult to feel you were a part of it. It's been mm. like a big church. Mm-hmm. If you don't break, break down a big church into 
smaller sizes, it's hard to feel you're part of it. And I think new new ground represents churches that feel now closer to it, more ownership of it, more involved in it. So I've been surprised and so encouraged to answer your question um, that that there's been such a, a tide of enthusiasm. Hmm. So you put any event on, whether it's a leadership conference or prayer days or Connect, which was our 20s, hmm. 30s conference last year, Ashburnham, which is coming up soon. It's just a bit overwhelming, really. You're not You're not having to persuade people to come. They want to be there. So that's massively encouraging. And I think other encouraging things is that numbers of our churches, we don't often get to talk about this, are actually growing really well. Um, Numbers of them have have seen more conversions, more baptisms, bigger alphas than they can remember. And many of them are making massive impacts upon their locality through social action, uh, beginning to um, identify with the local needs that surround them. And I guess I would also say the church planting scene, you know, church planting uh, uh, is much harder than most people think it is. Oh, yeah. It's, um, <laughs> it's got this, yeah, it's all go church planting. Yeah. But it's actually the hard end of what we're doing. Yes. And I think um, I have to say that though it's tough, I am encouraged that as we are planting to Maastricht and into Brussels and into Berlin um and into geneva and there's rumors now about rome and there's a constant stream of people that are are connecting with that and i'm very encouraged that's that's exciting it's great to be part of i I do think the family thing is important actually just speaking as a, a local church leader being connected into something where there's genuine affection amongst folk you know I, I love what you said about you know names and it's not just you know their names who they are because you feel like you know them and can be in different places and and connect with different guys leading stuff i think it's it's really quite important i just want to talk about um how local churches that connection between local churches and and new ground works and not in the abstract i want to talk particular because you here are one of the elders still at new community and you lead new ground and you wear multiple hats and you've got new frontiers responsibilities and everything else. What, what does, I guess the first question, what do you think the connection between a local church, and let's talk about new community because we're here, um, and you in the role of the apostolic leader of new ground, what does that connection need to look like, yeah. should it look like? Um, well, I think this is my home church and I think anybody mm. doing apostolic ministry has got to have an address Mm. and uh, your home is where you're accountable the most so the reason i'm still an elder in this church um even though obviously on the day-to-day running of new community i'm less involved mm-hmm. than, than most other elders yeah. um for me it is a place where i'm held accountable um i can't just go away and do things without being in friendship with people it's very important yeah. that that people like me are not isolated so local church for me is crucial it's also crucial because the local church represents what you are and what yes. you're doing can i tell you a, a prophetic story that happened many years ago so lots of new community people listening to this won't have heard this before but uh-huh. i think it's it's really shaped the way i think and i think it's helpful and um this lady was in our church and it's probably about 25 plus years ago wow had a picture um of a kind of bonfire and this bonfire wasn't doing very well. It was spluttering. It had a few embers, but it was mostly smoky, like 
just smoking. And she saw me come into this bonfire and take a brand out from it. And, uh, and this brand was smoky. So everywhere I went, traveling around the country or other nations, I tried to light flat fires. Mm. But it was just like, puff, puff, puff. It just smoke, smoke, smoke everywhere. I thought, this is quite depressing. <laughs> and then she said, and then I saw this bonfire turn into a blazing fire. And you came again and you took the brand, which was a, a, on fire. Mm. And everywhere you went, you lit fires everywhere. And she went on to say that she felt the interpretation of this was new community as a church um, represents whatever I'm doing elsewhere. So if we are not on fire, all mm. I can do is produce smoke everywhere. <laughs> Whereas if we are on fire, yeah. so my interpretation was, for example, if I go and preach a word on prayer, yep. but we're not praying we're at not home, praying, yeah. then I've just done a puff of smoke. Whereas yep. if I'm in an environment, a new community, where it's, it, it, the prayer is absolutely vital, then I go from that place and I light fires. And so for me, it showed me how important it is for me to stay connected in the local church. But you know what? I think it's a massive word for new community um, about the part we have to play, even if we never leave here, yeah. we're having an impact on the nations of the world. And I, I, I think um, we can't underestimate how important the local church is. And it's hard sometimes because new community is very, very busy. And mm. it's hard for new community to stay up with everything that I'm involved in. But somehow what I'm involved in isn't incidental yeah, of course. to what we are as church. I completely agree. I think it's really uh, important for us. I mean, I think in many ways, it's a, I've, I've been part of the history here for 10, 11 years, something like that. Um, but it is part of our history going back over 40 years of um, built on apostolic and prophetic foundations, being a home base for, for you for a long, long time. Well, all of that time, actually. And uh, important that we do maintain a recognition that one, yes, we carry a responsibility as home base to care for you and Liz and and be and be home, but also to model it, what you do go and say, I think that's a powerful thing. Hopefully we're doing okay in some of those things that you preach on. And I assume if we're not, you don't preach on them somewhere else. <laughs> but It'd be theoretical <laughs> if I did. No, I absolutely do. And to be honest with you, I am as... I am as excited about new community after 40 years as I've ever been in any time over those 40 mm. years. And I'm not just saying that because I'm on the podcast and Chatting you're talking to me. To me. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I think it's, it really, really is. I, I'm just, just as excited. And to be honest, it's worth exporting. That's the way I look at it. It's worth giving away. I still live with a, a, a dream. It's not quite been realized that where people from other nations will come to us for periods of time. We've had a bit of that through Chris Taylor yeah. and, uh, and and Nathan Lambert from Paris. Yeah. And honestly, they're not doing so bad. Yeah. <laughs> so they learnt things here and they're yeah. taking them away f with them. But I also think we're gonna see people from other nations and other churches come just even for weekends and look, not because we're boasting in what we are, but because we've got something worth exporting. And I think I long to see more teams from here going out, short-term mm. teams, people connecting different parts of the world that we're involved in. It just keeps it all alive. Most definitely. It is really important. One of the ways in which we can, not just as new community, I know there are other people who listen in on this as well, but from other churches within New Ground, stay connected, is through things like the prayer days, which I just think are really 
have been exceptional recently. But also the big events, you already referenced them. Uh, Ash Burnham is coming up. A um, couple of questions about Ash Burnham. Why should people go? Um, the weather. The weather. <laughs> it always, it always it's is always very sunny. sunny. <laughs> um, do you want me to answer that question? Yeah, well, I, mean, right, I think, yeah. I think um, the reason that, that people from new communities should go is not just because they feel loyal to me or something, and maybe they don't come for that reason anyway, but it's, it's because we need to come out of our local context sometimes into a, a broader thing. And you yeah. can hear news about that and you can listen to even this, even now this podcast, and it's quite informative about some of the things we're doing, but until you're there, until yeah. you taste, you taste it, it yeah. until you experience it, I can't describe yeah, totally. it any other way that people who go to events like this come back different and it stays with them. And I, I would say that's the main reason to come. Don't just hear stories. Come and taste it yeah. for yourself and experience it. And there's all the other things that just the joy of having more time to be together as a family. We're so busy. We're always in and out of our venues and just have time to sit at 9.30 on, in, a, in an evening where the sun's still shining and it's <laughs> glorious and um, have a glass of wine or two with your friends. It's just great. It's wonderful experience. And honestly, I don't know why people wouldn't want to do it. Well, I totally agree with you. I think for us as a church, just purely selfishly for a moment, like there's more reasons than just selfish ones to go, but just purely selfishly, just being away together mm. and seeing something bigger and having that time, conversations, hanging out, just, I mean, we've had people saved at Ashburnham, yeah. which is really exciting. People baptizing the Holy Spirit, yeah. encountering God, kids just really getting hold of something much bigger yeah. than what they're, uh, what they're part of. Families just understanding that and seeing that lives transformed. So selfishly, they're the reasons people should definitely come, but then forget yeah. selfishly, just actually yeah. to be part of something sure. bigger and have our eyes open to it. Do you know what? It's, it's a good time important. of year to do it as well. Um, those of you who can remember old Bible weeks, they were often at the beginning of August and we all hoiked off on holiday and we couldn't remember anything yeah. that we heard by the time we got back in September. <laughs> so it's the, it's bank holiday August, obviously, and then you go, boom, straight into September, your October, yeah. November. It's kind of like straight into that. And um, I, I I think that's, that's really great because you have the opportunity to work it all out. Now, the theme of Ashburnham this year is Make a Difference. And mm -hmm. it's a little bit like our Shine series yeah. earlier in the year, um, but it's actually most of the teaching is going to be about, okay, you, wherever you are and whatever you're doing, you can make a difference. Uh, whether you're um, uh, you know, up in town working in banking or whether you're a teacher or whether you're a social worker or, or whatever you might be, um, or if you're unemployed and not working or self-employed or you're a mum or what, you know, all those things, you can make a difference. And I think it's going to be great because we'll come straight back from Ashburnham to make a difference wherever we live. It's going to be good. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that people book in. You can still book in on the Newground website um, and we would love to take a great crowd. I think we have at this stage got more people booked in than we had Wonderful. this time two years ago, but we'd still like to take yeah, loads. many more people. Everybody. <laughs> so if you're listening to this and you're not booked in, get booked in. It would be great to have you uh, coming along and being part of what we're doing. Just a, a few kind of questions about you personally, Dave. You've got some, um, 
how do you how do you balance everything in terms of what you're doing i've traveled with you a bit sometimes and to be honest like one little plane journey and i'm like that's it i always want to sleep for a few days <laughs> i'm yeah. exhausted you get off planes and go straight into meetings and well, preach and I mean, teach part, and all this how do you do it all? the fact i'm obviously naturally fitter than you <laughs> um i i i don't know it's weird i, on, I know it sounds funny but i I think God does give Liz and me some grace for this because yeah. we have we take people with us on these trips and they go, my goodness, how do you do it? But then I think about that with other people. Mm. You know, I look at other people and I think, I have no idea how you do what you do. And I think the answer is grace. So I think we do get grace for what we do. We do work really hard at pacing ourselves. We get it wrong sometimes. Yeah. Most times I think we get it right. If Liz was here, she might not agree with that, but I'll keep going. We'll interview her next time. Um, we'll no, see. Don't do that. <laughs> um, but I think it's basically that we do work hard at our diary. We plan a lot in advance because that's the only way we can make, make it work. And it's important for us to plan in our times off, our recovery yeah. times. We just won't be able to do everything. Often we'll travel, get back late on a Sunday night. I have Mondays of my day off and then Tuesday we're right into things. So I do have to be careful. Um, and then, as you mentioned earlier, however many grandchildren I've got, I, um, you know, we have to work hard at seeing them because they don't live locally and um, they're important. Family is hugely important for us. So a lot of our spare time is taken up just hanging out with them, which is not a chore. It's a wonderful joy. And <laughs> it's great to see how they're all doing so well in life. So it's wonderful. That's cool. I mean, I think... For those of us who have had the privilege, and I know lots of people listening to this will have had to a certain or a lesser extent, seeing you and Liz particularly up close and personal and seeing how you live out your lives and seeing how you model what it is to be grace-filled and, and all about the mission and the, and the church and yet balance all the other things as well. You've been a, a real model for, for lots of us. I know me and Han particularly uh, have learnt an awful lot from you guys and look up to you in lots of ways. And you've modelled really this... Um, I think it is a tension probably between local church and, and yeah, not a tension negatively, but just holding mm. the thing in a balance really, really well of, of giving yourself to the bigger thing and the local thing and, uh, and, and juggling all of that in life as well. So um, we absolutely love having you in the church and uh, really grateful for your input. And the foundations, the reason why New Community is in the place it is uh, today is because it's got really excellent foundations, which... Um, not exclusively down to you, but a big part down to you and to Liz of modeling that. So, so thank you so much. Is there just last thing, anything people listening to this, um, they can pray for you for kind of, uh, just like energy and yep. strength and yes, joy uh, in it all. Yeah. Yeah. All, all that, very good. All those things you just mentioned. I think, um, it can become a bit tedious sometimes and I don't like it when it becomes like feeling, it's a weird world we live in because it is work, but it's it's life. Mm. You don't clock on, you don't clock off. It's unusual. I didn't. I don't know if people appreciate that. You probably didn't mm. before you came full time. No, definitely. But then you do. It's a strange world. Um, so you know, you work. You're diligent. You're doing. I do loads of emails. I have a Elizabeth Wilk, Wilkes is a fantastic um, assistant to me, really keeping my life on track. <laughs> But I, I do think that we have to find ways to uh, make sure it doesn't all become tedious. It yeah. has to have joy in it. So I think if people can pray that we still enjoy what we're doing, that it's life to us, it's energizing. Um, you know, I do obviously get myself involved in lots of very challenging issues of churches not doing so well or elderships that aren't 
really functioning properly and decisions that need to be made. But, you know, 99%, I'm, I'm really feeling very fulfilled in it all. It's great. So praying, praying that we'll have energy, that we'll continue. I'm still looking, you know, to quite a few years ahead at the moment where I feel we can still see more fruit than we've seen in the past and where we expect to see some fantastic advance. It's going to be great. Brilliant. Dave, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for everything you're doing. I uh, really hope by the time I hit your age at 78, I'll be doing as well as you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll let you know when I get there what it's like. <laughs> no, Dave, uh, honestly, really grateful for you joining us today. Thanks so much. Uh, we'll catch up again soon and some of the other things. If you're listening to this, thanks for joining us this week. Please do book in for Ash Burnham and we'll catch up soon. <laughs>